Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Today I'm a guest on the Adam Keller Show, and I'm here, and he wants to know exactly how do we run our business and how we've been successful the last since 1980 as a chiropractic office, especially since I've been there since 2004. We talk about in this video exactly, and also podcast too, exactly what it takes to adapt to norm to the normal environment today. In today's world, we work with between 2022, TikTok, Instagram. Facebook, um, websites, YouTube, all that stuff. Back when we started in practice, we had to adapt from coming from yellow pages, web pages, things like that, where there was no internet, uh, nothing like that, just email and websites. So as we adapt, the consistent, the, the, the biggest thing is I, I my takeaway was being consistent, learning how to adapt, being consistent with your overall message, and also overall how you post and what you put out there. My biggest thing when I was talking to Adam was is when someone is ready to see a chiropractor, have you educated them enough what chiropractors do, how they help that person in their certain situation, because everyone has a back, correct? Everyone has a back, a neck, correct? How do we get them to understand when they see the, our stuff, you built enough reputation with them, enough brand to help them understand you're the ones to go to. So if your chiropractic office, anyone in healthcare that wants to open a private practice, listen to this talk, understand, hopefully get something from that to help you start building an idea how to start and be successful for the long run. It's been in practice over almost about 20 years with my partner at U Chiropractic. So enjoy the talk to my friends, listen to Adam, who has some good questions, and I'll see you next week. All right, hey everyone, my name's Adam. Uh, on this, we interview business owners, how they got into it, how things that you can do. And today we have Dr. Tony from the Crooked Spine Show. He does have a YouTube channel. How you doing, Tony? How you doing? Great. Well, let's get right into that first. Let's drop yeah. that right in the beginning. What is your YouTube channel and what does it do? Yuka Chiropractic is my YouTube channel for my office. I'm a chiropractor. been practicing for 20 years. It started this back in 2012-ish when YouTube came out because Yellow Pages never didn't exist anymore. At that point, you had to jump to different media. Our YouTube channel is around 2012, like I mentioned. We had long-form video back then. Talking about back pain, neck pain, whatever, what have you, for 10, 15 minutes. Now it's short videos, two, three minutes. Also with my podcast, I, I do a live uh, interview with my guest or on a podcast or a workshop and put that on YouTube also. So there's always content put on. I'll say about four or five times a week I put content on there. So you always see something new every day. Right. And it's it's um, entertainment stuff, but also educational yes. stuff. Happy both, right? You want to watch your stuff. Yeah. It's boring all the time. So if you make it educational, with some content that's funny for one, two, or at least catches the audience's attention, that point they'll watch to learn something because you're in pain at the same time. Right. So as the viewers are watching and they want to be a chiropractor, uh, you have content that is also entertaining, but also informational. So you can, after this, you can deep dive into his videos and learn a whole lot more than we're going to cover here. Yeah, exactly. My biggest thing is I have different playlists on my YouTube channel too. Adjustment videos, education videos, testimonials, um, I have workshops, I have my podcast. So once you look at enough stuff of someone's content, me, myself, or somebody else, you understand who they are, what their office does, how they educate along with market. That point, you can understand what their office actually does. They be a chiropractor, dentist, whatever it might be. Right. All right. So let's just get a little background on you and how you became a chiropractor. Good. So I, I, so I grew up in West LA, West Los Angeles, um, many, many moons ago. My kid called me, I'm a thousand years old. That's probably right. I'm 47-ish. I've been practicing about 20 years. I grew up there, went to school about an hour away from my home, UC Riverside, UCR. Um, been four years BS in biology, folks in the sciences, but I did not want to wear a lab coat, didn't want to work in a hospital, work 80 hours a week. I wanted to have somewhat fun, spend some family time, and maybe golf once a week. 
So my biggest thing is becoming a chiropractor allowed me in my mind to do that because it seems simple, right? Schools may be chiropractic, maybe dentistry, maybe anything that's say even non-medical, but still in healthcare, they market the school very well because they're profit organizations. The problem is staying in school and graduating on time and, and learning how to practice is a whole different story. Half my class, I told Adam in my email, half my class actually graduated. But when you don't graduate, you still owe that money to your government because you're student loans. Half my class after five years after graduating, never, never continued with chiropractic. The biggest thing is, as I learned in school, even beyond too, you have to learn outside how to communicate, how to, how to work with different doctors, for one, mentors, for one, to find mentors of your profession. So they teach you as successful doctors how to market their business, your business in the future. And I leave them from books too. I mean, classic books too. At that point, it was one, uh, I forget the author. It was Dig, Dig, you well before, Dig You Well Before You're Thirsty, a classic one where you find people and things to do beforehand. I My secret to finding a job after school, because even after I graduated, you have to take board exams. There's about four of them, national board exams, become a chiropractor, licensed chiropractor, then your state ethics exam too. I looked into being a chiropractor, but it's a 10, it's a 10 semester program, about, 10, about three and a half years. The biggest thing is when you graduate, where are you going to work? How, right. Hospitals don't hire you. They, they're not looking for chiropractors. You have to find private practice to hire you or start your own practice, which is really risky. So I started after my first semester. I took the alumni list from my, my, my school, took my area lived in, which is Upland, California, Upland Rancho, Claremont, and, and matched up with back in the L pages back in 2000, I think. Even back before that, it was like 99, 99, right around 2000. And I took that and I matched up and said, I'm going to call 10 chiropractors, successful in the yellow pages. If, if you're old enough like me to understand the yellow pages were, there, there were, there, there was advertisement based on how much you would pay in your profession. So we had this, this office where I'm at now had a good ad. The one I worked at before I was in social, had a good ad, took those and actually called them and said, okay, can I come and volunteer? I'm a student now. And can I come up about out of that 10, maybe three said, yeah, come in and I'll talk to you. That point out of the three, I worked about two of them for a while. When I graduated about three and a half years later, I'd worked with both at, at volunteered the whole time. They asked me, when can you start working? Not if you want the job interview. I already interviewed for the last three and a half years. When can you start working at the office? I had a job lined up, a salary plus commission. Some of my classmates had no idea where they're going to work. Right. Do do? So at that point, you have to be able to think a step ahead, how you market yourself, build your reputation up, your brand, your personal brand, know exactly where you want to work and how you're going to go. Things things going to happen for you. That was my education, my curriculum. Once I graduated, started working my way, boom, worked at an office for about two and a half years. Learned phenomenal information from that doctor. He had done great marketing, a marketing company. I worked with him, learned what he did. He taught me a great mentor for me. And also the thing, when I, when I looked for a job, it wasn't just the job, it was also mentorship too. What can I learn from that successful doctor? The biggest thing a doctor now 20 years I have been is I want doctors coming out of school, maybe chiropractic other schools too, to come here and learn how to become a hands-on doctor-patient relationship type of thing because I've done it for 20 years and not reinvent the wheel. Doctors right. done learn from them versus trying to read the village chart on your own. That we're not going to try, trial and error type of thing. Once I learned enough from him, two and a half years, started working here where I am now, bought into the practice, which wasn't cheap, but had that doctor that I replaced come mentor us also. He had retired at 35 years old and done well in practice and also in the stock market too, but done well enough to grab to to retire and live on top of a hill somewhere and wear suits wow. all day. So he came back. I said, I'm going to hop out of the practice. I have no problem paying for it. I'm going to have you come back to see what he did. Again, not reinvent the wheel myself. Have him re-team what he did. At that point, use that information. 
that grow into our own practice. And again, starting in 2012, we started practicing. Uh, we started practicing in here 2005, but I've been using just Yelp pages, word of mouth for one, two, that was the two biggest things for a long time, how to practice and how to grow your practice, how to get people new, new clients, new, new, uh, new patients. 2012, also we saw Yelp pages ads, people coming from them, drop, 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 drop. Like what happened? You went from seeing like say 30, 40 patients a month to maybe seeing 20, 25. I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's not right. Then all of a sudden this YouTube tip came out and Facebook and these websites came out, right? Websites, people still use websites and yeah, they may, they may not. 2012, that was brand new. It was like the new thing. Even email came out back then too. At that point, we used those new forms of media to educate our patients, educate patients in the area. People that started getting on Facebook, send stuff on Facebook too and on the, on the website from, from Facebook to the website, from YouTube to the website and back right. and forth. And from there, Instagram came from nowhere. And now there's TikTok, now there's LinkedIn, everything. So 2012 to 2020, almost 22 now, December 2021, we've used every social media to share our message, how chiropractic works, how we help people, and how we do it more, and have our patients, biggest thing, have our patients leave reviews on all these review sites, Yelp, Google, along with live testimonial videos, putting them on right. YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to call it. I call it tic-tac-toe sometimes. <laughs> right. So, so I'm talking to a bunch of people. This is what, what I'm seeing across the board is the successful people uh, didn't ignore social media. No. Uh, they understood the yellow pages were going away mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they jumped on these things. Uh, something that people are doing nowadays is they're ignoring TikTok and a lot of these things because they think they're for the kids. Um, but mm -hmm. there's plenty of businesses who have gained customers from TikTok videos. And they don't all, you know, TikTok videos don't have to be dancing and doing stupid things it's just getting some information out there you can be a little entertaining while you're doing it too yeah. there's a contractor guy he does concrete and he just makes tiktok videos about concrete done and he got hundreds of thousands of dollars of jobs from his tiktoks so you can't ignore it nowadays one of my videos that i put back when tiktok just came out because this guy named gary vanderchuk he talks about yeah, it yeah he uh one of my videos here i'm looking at right now i have 1.8 million views on it the other one i have 1.2 million views on it those views will never go away. That's concrete views. But by taking my content I put on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, I, that's the same content. I just split it up and clip it for different type of platforms. Why not? Why don't we reinvent the wheel? Just saying the same information, just different platforms, what they, how they want to hear. Right. Um, I want to ask you a question. So a few years ago, I'm in the party business. That's what I'm in. See it? Yep. And a few years ago, a really big guy in the party business said, you're not in the party business. You're in the material handling and logistics business trying to figure out how to get this to there and then back again efficiently. Mm -hmm. um, so that opened my mind. I was like, wow, you really got to understand what business you're in, all aspects of it. So you're a chiropractor, obviously in the chiropractor business, but would you say a large portion of your business is marketing and customer acquisition? Huge. Our patient doesn't, our office does not grow and it will die unless you see new patients. The problem with chiropractic, it's not like a diabetic clinic. It's not like a gym. People get well. When they get well, I want them to leave. I want them to refer their friends and family in, but I still have to get other people from other platforms to come here because they've seen my media. They've seen our social media. They've seen our videos. They, they go to our reviews looking for a chiropractor. It's not, it's, it, you know, Adam, it's not if it's when you're going to have back pain or neck pain. Right. Depending on, we're right now. We're sitting. We're sitting in a chair, watching, talking to each other. Right? 
people had pain from that. It's when it's when you watch enough videos of some guy that has done the videos about neck pain, you're gonna go, man, I have neck pain. You could call this guy right now. It's it's timing along with growth, consistent growth. We went from seeing about 25, 30 new patients a month to about 80 new patients a month, 80, 80, wow. up to about 100 because of our social media at the right time, right, right avenues, hitting at the right moment. Right. But keeping that consistent, that's the lifeblood of every practice, maybe chiropractic, dental, um, aesthetics, anything. You need new people coming in all the time because a lot of people may not want, they may just want one visit. Fine. I saw them come this morning from a car accident, bad accident, probably see you for about two or three months. So you don't know when you're going to need them, but you want to make sure you're there all the time on their channels, like a TV, so they see you all the time. Even a right. quick video, something simple. Right. So let, let's just recap real quick. Obviously, to become a chiropractor, you got to go to school. Mm -hmm. You got to take exams. Um, Get a lot of student loans. Student oh. loans. You're probably not going to just open a practice right away. So you got to find mm -hmm. someone to work with. And it's better, like you're saying, to set those up before you graduate and not just be mm -hmm. like, well, where's my job coming? Well, Adam, you can't, you can't go on your own initially. The problem is now you're learning on the road. Right. I had some guy, my, a good friend of mine, Dr. Nathan, um, he opened a practice here locally because uh, he was working at a part-time place. But he calls me and goes, because his wife actually jumped on board from the practice. He goes like, hey, I'm sending all this billing insurance company, but no one, they're not paying anything. I'm like, did you do any research how to bill? What the bill is like? No, I'm trying to like see how it goes. I'm like, oh, okay. He's well-funded by family. I'll give him that. He's good. But someone who, who has to pay the bills every month, why would you learn the fly? Why not? Why not learn from a mentor that knows it already? At that point, pick it up so you know what you're doing. Right. Okay. Why don't you be the mentor for people who are just starting out and they just came to you and said, "Hey, what? Hey, I already graduated. I got a job lined up. I'm thinking of starting my own, but mm -hmm. I know nothing about it. What do I need? How do I build people? What equipment do I need? Like, good. My oof. my job is come in my practice, come in here and volunteer and just help out for maybe two days a week. I want to have you talk to Vanessa, have you talk to Monty, have you talk to this person over here because they run the building department, have them sit down, talk to them, have you pay them also because when you pay, you pay attention. At that point, they'll teach you how to build. They'll teach you what to build. They'll teach you how to work the insurance companies. I'll teach you the back office stuff. I'll have you come and mentor and follow me around, but they'll teach you how to run the office. I, I do none of that. I'm a specialist, Adam. I run the back office. I see patients. My staff takes care of everything else. I don't, even, I don't want to think about insurance companies. Right. But they have to at least know a little bit of it so that they can get it set up, right? Like oh, exactly. Yeah, they have to have enough information. Okay, I'm gonna set up here. You get you sign up with the network for one of these insurance company, that point Blue Cross Blue Shield, whatever it is to, but that once you're done, then how do you send a billing in and you want to get paid for that billing? That's the hard part. Right. That's where that's where the insurance that's where my office manager still sit on the phone with all three lines going and see which one answers first, answer that phone call, the other one's going at the same time. Talk to that person, adjuster, it's called an adjuster on the other line. Talk to them what the billing is, what's going on, why it's not being paid. Hang that one up. Next one comes up. And next one, next one, next one. I have a buddy in, in, in UC, at UCLA. He works out there. And he has a chiropractor. Him and his wife run it. They spend a full day just doing insurance billing. I don't want to do that. I want to go play golf. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a common <laughs> thing, too, among a lot of successful people is they know how to uh, mm -hmm. you do what you do good at. And you focus on that, uh, you know, the part of the business that, you know, you're in. But I, I call delegate. it being a specialist. I'm being a specialist. I do chiropractic. That's all I do. I, yeah. I, I don't mind doing the billing if I need to, but I don't want to. I'd rather pay right. someone. I'd rather, I'd rather see more people make the practice grow that way so I don't mind paying that person to do the billing. 
Right. Your value is one area, their value is in another. You delegate yes. it. And once you're able to delegate and then focus on what you can do, it grows. Easy. Not easy, but some doctors have problems with control issues. Right. They want to control everything and just people in general, right? The problem is you start doing too many, too many hands, too many pie. You, you may do it, but the quality may not be there. Right. What's, I always ask them, what's your, what's your ROI? What's your return on investment by hiring someone for that? Right. And not only just monetary, but also your time too. What's your time worth? Exactly. Like all of it. I, I don't want to build a website. I can learn how to, but I'm more valuable doing other things and paying someone to build the website. Um, I, I call Jim. That's my Jim's my website guy. Done. Yeah. So that that was a big thing when I began uh, trying to grow was I can't do everything and it's scary to let go. But honestly, once you let go of one thing, the next thing's easier and the next thing's easier then the next thing is easier. And so finally, you're just like, yeah, you do that. Do you ever you ever clear you ever clear out your garage, Adam? What's that? You ever clear out your garage like to start start getting rid of things? Right. Yeah. It's like you're purging your stuff, right? Like that felt so good getting rid of that. I sold that on eBay. Sold it on on offer up. Like I'm gonna read this too. And I, I I cleaned up my garage about probably two years ago. It's it feels so good just to get rid of everything. So you just do what you want to do. Right. You know, yeah. and you got people that you like, some you don't like. It's it's called law of averages. Just if you interview ten people, you'll get people that are good. Just right. keep reaching out there. Don't don't think of just one person. It didn't work. This one person. It didn't work. One person. Keep reaching more and more and more. All right. So what would be like one thing you would tell someone who's coming up to avoid, like maybe a mistake you made or a mistake you've seen other people make, like, you know, drop some knowledge. My biggest thing is be consistent. If you're going to post a video once a week, do it every week, once a week. If you're going to go live once a week, go live every week, once a week. If you're going to say you can do five videos a week and do it once, do it baby for two, three weeks and you stop, you're like, eh, too much work. I'm like, okay. People, I, I belong up in chamber, my local chamber here. I'm the only one who actually know Eric and Larry have been consistent too. That I've been consistent podcast every week. It's work. I do podcast. I, I post one every week. It's work. People will try to do it, and they get busy, and they do this. You have to be able to go. Okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. It will take a lot of work, a lot of energy. But if you want to build your social media to build your practice, build your reputation, you have to be consistent. Think of it as a marathon, not a sprint. And as you put stuff out there, my hack is take that same content and post it, <coughs> no, excuse me, not just on YouTube, but also on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on TikTok, if you want, on Yelp, on Google. At that point, you sh you hit everything all the time. So you have you have set information. And as you build up your YouTube channel, that when you have a live videos to link back to every time to link from Facebook. Back to your YouTube channel, being free from Instagram, back to your channel, even Google Plus or Google your business page, a lot of the same thing link back to your YouTube channel. So you always have something that rabbit hole setting things up. I, I even go old school for my older patients, send me newsletter every month. Monthly okay. newsletter of again, of, of not, of, again, keeping it simple, taking the playlist from my YouTube channel, linking that to the newsletter every time. Nice. So, but be consistent right. with all your patients all the time so they see stuff. When they're ready to see you, not when you're ready, when they're ready to see you, it's because they need a car because they hurt their back this weekend in a car accident. They're building a wall and they fell off the wall. Who knows? But they're right. ready when, when they're ready, not when you're ready. It's an interesting, it's an interesting business, like you're saying, because mm -hmm. you need to be in their mind. Um, mm -hmm. And if they've seen your videos and they know you exist and then they're like, 
oh yeah yeah i need to go i should go do this a lot of people like just don't think like i'm gonna go see a chiropractor today it's they don't think it because they've, they've done medicine their whole life right. they, they take a pill for it they go to the doctor the doctor says well even the doctor even 2021 now doctors still say don't see a chiropractor they're gonna hurt you right i go uh probably not but but because they they trust a doctor medical doctor they go well, i don't want to see a, doc a chiropractor until they see my videos wait a second they treat this this person this this testimony they have in their videos video testimony on their youtube says they're good at this too you should give them a chance so having you say it was good having someone else say it too is even better cool all right so why don't you drop your links and everyone they're going to be in the description as well perfect you could it's as you see right there too crooked spine show podcast show you go to our youtube channel same thing too um anything where we're at is dr tony cairo d-r-t-o-n-y-c-h-i-r-o is on my instagram and also my facebook TikTok also in our office is Euclid Chiropractic, E-U-C-L-I-D. If you're in Upland, California, Upland, Claremont, Cucamonga, anywhere in the Empire, Southern California, at that point, we're going to be here. So we are we see patients basically uh, five days a week from one, two. We're my partner and I, Dr. Brian Weaver. He's been along with me. At that point, we, we'll take care of you. We have x-rays on site. So we take x-rays right here. So you see them the same day. We don't waste any time. Treat the same day. So make you feel better the same day. We'll send you home with videos how to stretch how to strengthen. So we send those videos in your email so you have consistent care even when you're not in their office. We want to make sure you get better. So whatever stress you're handling in your life, maybe family, work, driving to work now to back to work if that's what it is, physical work too. We want you, your, whatever your stress level is for work, your life, we get you back to have that life again. So you feel good, stay good, and be happy. So you can call people like Adam up to take care of you. Right. Nice. Well, thank you. And everyone, I, I watch his YouTube channel. It's great. And uh, has a lot of knowledge on it too. Not just entertaining. So go check that out. Oh, but both though. But both. But yes, both. definitely. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Adam.